0: hi and welcome back to the faith-based workplace show i am your host nina styles and here's where we focus on topics to help you develop and live a spirit that life as a christian in today's workplace you've tuned in to episode nine and this episode's topic is taking spirit-led risk in your profession. The new year has begun, and more than likely, you now have a renewed desire to focus on accomplishing those things that you didn't necessarily accomplish in the previous years. Things that were either never fulfilled or never seriously considered. The common concern that comes up when you're in pursuit of conquering new milestones is that new milestones come with risk-taking. So how do you know whether or not if you're taking risks that were placed to stretch you and test your faith, or if you're falling prey to potential derailment that was never really meant for you? Well, in today's episode, we'll sort through the differences between taking spirit-led risks versus those tempting derailments that can trip us up. So let's get into it. So the great thing about stepping into a new year is the opportunity for growth, transformation, and the opportunity to accomplish things that weren't previously achieved or even pursued In the past year. So, this new year brings on possibilities to address fears that have yet been conquered, new milestones to reach, and also master and explore new avenues that weren't on your radar before. So, when we have ourselves or find ourselves in a place where we're tapping into new possibilities, Being in a sort of a discovery mindset is a great thing and a place to be, especially when God has planted new ideas in your heart for you to pursue, because it gives you the chance to identify inner strength that you never knew existed. You may discover untapped desires that may pop up or even resurface in some way, you know, um, like old desires that were pushed aside because of doubt or timing or even circumstances. It's important that we take the time to tackle these things to see what God has prepared for us to take advantage of. So then the most practical thing to do is to figure out what the next step will be in order for you to take advantage of the new doorway to exploration and opportunities. And so first things first, we must take time out and spend quiet time with God for clarity and discernment so that he can direct you to the path that he's created for you to follow. Oftentimes we get hung up on trying to figure things out on our own, rather than taking the time out to just pray and then listen we, we have to pray and then listen uh, to hear God's voice as we enter into those unfamiliar grounds. And so I find that many who have been blessed to receive uh, salvation through Christ take the unfavorable route of overlooking this crucial time that's needed to hear God speak to them. Uh, you know, when we are followers of Christ, we have the benefit, we have the privilege of going to God directly, um, because we have Christ as our Savior. So, um, but a lot of times we, we overlook this, this opportunity. And so we may, um, try to figure things out on our own. Uh, we look for signs rather than asking Him directly. Or we just go off of our own notion and then just pray and hope that he uh, is aligned with our will. So, um, And so these moments of just spending time with him and speaking and praying and talking with God um, and and listening for guidance, these moments um, are critical. And so when we're in a place where we're in a moment of or or time in our lives where we're faced with uncertainty, that's the most crucial time when we need to hear his counsel. But uh, the distraction comes about and it takes form in the shape of pride. You know, we may believe as though that we know the conclusion and the necessary steps to follow because things may appear to be apparent or somewhat clear. And along with that, we get, unfortunately, temporary satisfaction that comes into play when we're trying to figure things out on our own. But all that really means is that there's there's a sense of pride that takes place in knowing that we did it ourselves, meaning that we followed a path with the intent to do something independently from God. The unfortunate part with doing that or doing things in that way is that we develop a firm sense of independence. But, uh, we, we lose the opportunity to build trust with God when we go that route and develop a firm intimacy with Him and then an ultimate, uh, pathway to strengthen your faith all because you had the opportunity or you made room to witness his amazing power at work. So you've come to a point where you're basically at a fork in the road, which grants you the pathway that resembles what you've done in the past, which is your way of doing things. But following a familiar path offers limitations. And then you lose the opportunity to build trust, intimacy, and faith in Jesus. Or You can make the choice to go about things differently this year by relying on him every step of the way, but by doing things differently, that requires change. The great thing about change is that it offers a clean slate in most cases, which enables us to rethink our approach and pursue things from a different perspective or from a new perspective. Now, change also offers us the opportunity to reflect on the previous year and examine the choices that were made against the outcomes that you received, and then try to do things differently that way so that you can see the new results. And you can do this by intentionally making sure that you're doing things differently, making moves in directions that are unfamiliar for you. The best way to go about doing this is through discernment, relying solely on the Holy Spirit to guide you into unfamiliar territories. Be intentional when you're doing this, when you're making every point to make choices that pull you out of your comfort zone. So you're allowing yourself to rest in his guidance as you're following his lead in the direction God has already mapped out for you. Then you'll learn that he has already equipped you for this journey long ago. So being pulled out of your comfort zone has the opportunity to reveal this. And God has a way of allowing your discomfort become a window for you to see things you didn't realize were there, which can lead to newfound characteristics you weren't aware of. Characteristics such as strength to handle situations you didn't realize you could handle. Um, or determination to accomplish goals that end up being a new passion of yours. So as you look back and pinpoint areas that really could use change or even require change, it's usually tied to particular setbacks from the previous year that may be hard to look past. So typically, for the sake of trying to correct or redeem um, what you may have missed in the previous year or a setback that you experienced in the previous year offers you the ability to refine your determination so that you can accomplish new goals or unfinished goals. The great thing about making strides to do things differently and make change happen in your life is that change yields risk. And for some of you, or maybe even many of you, risk-taking may be a difficult leap to take. Even when we know that in an effort to change things in our lives, we must face the unknown, it's still a difficult step to take and accept, but change is an essential part of the risk factor. So the important thing is to not lose sight of Of our gift to discern where those steps are, even when you don't necessarily know where those steps will ultimately lead you. And as you discern with a sensitive ear to hear Him speak to you and a softened heart to receive His promptings, you leave room for God to be your guide as He points out your choices for you. This in itself will ultimately improve your decision-making and minimize risk that weren't meant for you. So then how do we know when the risks that we take are part of God's plan or part of a derailed plan of our adversary? Well, this is where the invaluable evidence in building a relationship and intimacy with God becomes really apparent. So How do we reach this deep level relationship and intimacy with God to help us determine the right steps and the competence to take spirit-led risk versus derailed risk that have the potential to lead to unfortunate circumstances that could have been avoided? Well, it begins with both prayer and reading your word. As simple as that. Occasionally, um, or even oftentimes followers of Christ are devoted to one or the other. Rather than taking both of these essential parts and joining them together equally and frequently, the Word of God says, pray without ceasing, which is critical, right? In First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. So here the Word tells us the importance of a fervent prayer life, yet The other part of this is knowing the word in order to be aware of the importance of having a fervent uh, prayer life. I also see Christians who know the word, but their fellowship and the intimacy prayer time is faint or non-existent, or there's a whole lot of time spent listening to sermons or even worship music, but very little time, if any, spent reading the word of God, joined with fellowship and prayer. Enjoying sermons from favorite pastors and listening to your favorite worship music are so important as you continue to develop your faith walk. Both of those, I personally enjoy doing a lot of. Yet, they cannot take the place of your alone time with God, your prayer time with Him, your fellowship time with Him. And uh, obviously, I'm I'm not dismissing the time that that's spent with enjoying great sermons and listening to your favorite worship music, but the answer to developing a deep level relationship and intimacy with God requires reading your Word of God and prayer time joined together. And the other part of building a deep relationship with our God is obedience. And so this tends to be one that challenges us the most, right? Because we tend to want to do things our way and end up not seeing the results that we had hoped for or find ourselves in a mess that we're now praying and asking God to pull us out of. So as you're learning to develop in these areas, prayer, reading your word, and obedience you'll find that you hear God more clearly and more defined. And when you know that you're hearing God as he directs your steps in unknown territories, you can rest assured because you have already laid a firm foundation built on the intimate relationship you have made with him. So now you can walk securely with the confidence when you take risk and step out on faith in unchartered waters. There are times when we have not nurtured an intimate relationship with him and we make a choice to take risk in hopes that God will secure us along the way. But that's operating in our will, right? Rather than operating in God's will. The problem with that is When we choose not to nurture a relationship with Jesus, we miss the opportunity to reach the in-depth cellular level blessing found in an intimate relationship with him. So in actuality, the biggest risk is the one that we take by not remaining in him through prayer, studying, and being obedient. John 15 verse four says, remain in me and I will remain in you for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. So the difference, the difference between taking spirit-led risk and other risk is the reassurance you receive when you are yielding to receive his guidance. You are intently listening for his voice and he walks with you through it and you receive the gift of comfort and peace he provides through reiterated promises to remind you of those promises along the way. He'll remind you of who you are and who he is and to trust him. Spirit-led risk allow you to see God at work in ways you would have never imagined. You're given the chance to see his awesome power on display, and then your trust in him increases. And then you begin to take bigger leaps with a new and irrevocable confidence in the outcome because you know what he does and no one can change that. Well, this wraps up Episode 9. I have enjoyed sharing this insight with all of you. Be on the lookout for future episodes, and I look forward to connecting with you in Episode 10. In the meantime, be sure to share the Faith-Based Workplace show with others. Let them know that the podcast is available on all primary platforms. Finally, don't forget to receive your blessing for today. And be a blessing to others.